I'm already offended, and we haven't even started yet. What are you offended by? Well, because you said, oh, oh, oh sorry, I just you... unvelcroed your couch. I'm Nikki Bond, and my absentee rock and roll dad has just recently come back into my life. So now I have to try and teach him how to be a father, because he has no clue. Welcome back. I'm Nikki Bond, and it's been a little bit since my last episode with Bobby Lee. I went to Spain. I peaced out. I fucked off for a little bit. Thanks to my dear friends, Scott and Claire Cavallero. I'm going to give them a shout out because I would never be going to Spain for two weeks without friends like that. Listen, if you got what it takes and you're generous, God bless you. Okay, I don't know why I just, I'm not a religious person, so I, let's pretend somebody sneezed and I said that. Anyways, we are back. I am back. Bobby's not here still. This is your first time listening. Don't forget, start at episode one or two. See how we got to the fatherless podcast called Whoa Dad. <laughs> He'll be back. He's, he's, he's trying to come to LA and I think maybe I'll be able to get him on. For a couple episodes, if I have him in my vicinity and I manipulate him to do the podcast. No, I'm just joking. I won't. But just a little bit more fun. Less pressure over Zoom. But today, I have somebody that really I did not think had any daddy issues because she has so much confidence. And I've had comedians on. Now, this is not a stand-up comedian, but a actor actress, whatever you want to call it. What are, are we being feminists or not today? I don't know. Actress, comedian that I met in Groundlings, and she has so much confidence and spunk. And then she asked to do my podcast. And I was like, you're not fucked up. <laughs> but guess what? She is. So here we go. Sharon Fredrickson. You said... Oh, we're only going to be an hour. Well, what if I'm so fascinating that you two part this like you did with Bobby? Listen, you know what's funny is I feel like I'm do I'm being a burden to people by having them be on it. So you heard I on that one. I was like, he's like, well, what are we? I didn't drive all this way to only do an hour, and I was like, oh my god. So with you, I was like, it's okay, it's only an hour. I live in Hermosa Beach. I drove. It took me a day and a half to get here. I, I had to stop at four rest stops. I just offered and nap you in the car. my bed. I just offered you the spare room. Spare you can room. stay let's, over. Let's be. Let's keep things clean and cool here. Okay, you offered me the spare room. Your fiance is here. He, it, we got a king size bed. You, we just talked oh, about this. We could, we could absolutely we could head toe head. Yeah, we could do that. I'll just and cozy Matt's right small. in the middle. Like he, he likes. He doesn't move much. I'll sleep like Jesus at the foot. Wow. Feet down, arms out. But I find king size beds. They're not as long as they should be. Is yours long? No, that's a California king. Cal kings are longer. Oh. Eastern kings are wider. Oh, and I we're wider. Yeah. So we needed the yeah. wider. I like the wi I like the wider. Yeah. 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 So do you want to give a little debrief of yourself? You want to give a little, I met Sharon in Groundlings. We yes. became friends. Yes. And very funny. I, do you call yourself a comedian? Okay. But she doesn't do stand up. I don't but do stand up. But you're a comedian. I tried stand up. I think I was too old for it though. 
Tell me about it. I mean, seriously. Everybody's right? fucking 23. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. I got into it when I was 30. Yeah. And Kill I me. was, by the time I got down here and doing stuff, I was like 43, 44 years old. Because I'm 52 now. Wow. So what am I going to do? I Drive mean, two hours to no. get, you know, 10 minutes no. at an open mic? No. You're no. not going to do that. No. No. So. Absolutely. Yeah. You're going to drive two hours for a one hour podcast. <laughs> it's going to be more than an hour. <laughs> You've heard me talk enough. You know yeah, that it's yeah. like, I can't even thought, get through an introduction in an hour. <laughs> you can't even do this. <laughs> okay. So I didn't know that you had daddy issues. We don't have to just talk about that the whole mm -hmm. time, but yeah. I didn't know that you had them. Because you've always said great things about your dad. Well, I think my, you know, overall, my dad is like... Will you talk like only because the room is echoey? Yeah, just a little bit closer. I, um, Ooh, that's nice. I always talk fondly of my pops uh -huh. because he's a great guy. Yeah. He has his own issues that then bleed down into his treatment of his children. Ooh, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So when I said, do you want to describe yourself? I guess... Um, I mean, so that we can understand. I'm like a personality. Yes. I'm on social media. Do you want to say your social medias yet? Or do you want to say that? For sure. S. Fredrickson. Well, you put it in the podcast. Yeah, I'll put it in the podcast. Okay. Or in the notes. Um, yeah. I'm on Instagram and TikTok. I'm on, um, a couple YouTube channels. Yeah. People versus food Oh. and react i'm mostly known for people versus food because i eat whatever i want and i can put a lot of food in my mouth in a very short period of time okay <laughs> okay <laughs> uh do you swallow it or do you just shove it in your mouth well there used to be a one bite challenge where you'd have to put all the food in your mouth and then chew it up and swallow it oh my god this i would choke I put an entire chicken sandwich in my mouth. No. I dislocated my jaw. Way. Commit, man. You dislocated your jaw for real? Yeah. Like, I didn't do it on purpose. I have a bad jaw and it did it. But yeah. I just went for it because I needed to win. I needed the win. And so now, yeah, now you have like one second to put a bunch of food in your mouth. or And then it goes up to six seconds and then you eat it we just did one where they tried to trick me because i'm the reigning champ okay and they did one they tried to trick me and they brought in a professional eater what how much does a professional eater get paid do you think uh probably more well more than me <laughs> <laughs> more than uh 200 bucks a shoot uh absolutely <laughs> so but like the moment she walked in i'm like something's up I fucking knew something was Did up. Did she look like a professional eater? No. Wow. No, she looked like you. She's built like you. Oh my God. Yeah. And how, like how is, how, do, how is something even, I don't even understand how you become a professional eater. She like, yeah, you've seen the hot dog eating champion. Right, That's yeah. That's a professional eater. So she's like, anytime you'll see something where it's like, if you can eat this in X amount of time, you win right. money or whatever. Okay. And she does that. And like, I knew it, like, I don't know. There was just something about Fishy. her. Yeah. Cause I see like, I'm not going to tell you how I knew because I don't want to give it away in case they try and do it to me again. I don't want them to know my secret. 
okay. of knowing. Oh, you know what fuck. I mean? Okay. See what I mean? Do you think they're going to watch this? You never know. Oh, Nikki, damn. you never okay. know. Okay, okay. Was it a physicality thing or was it the way she was breathing? I just want to know if it was, it was the way she was breathing. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, I just knew. I think there was just an energy. Okay. There was just an energy about it because I was like, mm, I don't, there was just something. She was just speaking like the cookie monster. She, she was wasn't like, speaking. <laughs> she wasn't speaking. That's the whole thing. I think it was like, like they're like, oh, this is a new reactor. And when they bring people in, they're typically like, oh my God, hi, how are you? This oh, is really fun. And she wow. was just like, hi. Oh, so no her energy way. was low. And I'm like, she either is going to suck at this or she's got something to hide. And oh. she had some, I realized quickly that she had something to hide. And did you, did she beat you? I fucking kept up with her. No way. I, what she, were you eating? So the first thing we had to stick into our mouth in one second, you, you know had that, like all the perverts out there. I know, like, you know, okay, but go on. We had to put a, um, Mickey mouse waffle. Okay. We had to put the whole thing in our mouth in one second. Okay. And then it was That's, like, okay, but you can, you mush it up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then it was like, I don't know. The, oh, two, two. What are the churros churros yeah two of those in like three seconds or something Whoa. like that and then the very last one was you know the big turkey legs yes like we had to eat that whole thing in one minute that's dangerous because of all the like cartilage well and the you got we tore all the meat off the actual bone oh okay and then okay. it was go time okay and i started going she did it in like 40 seconds maybe really and I was like I think I can do it but there was this thing in my brain that I don't typically have that was like this just stop really because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I felt like I could do it because I knew what she was doing you would just put them in small pieces yeah and then you just swallow them whole and I was like I there was just this thing in my brain that was like just, just stop just like, who, are you, who are you gonna win for right right but so they do it on a point thing and I lost to her by a half a point oh and that was God. it. And she was like, that impressed. was really good. She was impressed. Did yeah. you think maybe that you should start now being a professional eater? No. Okay. No, I like my amateur status. <laughs> <laughs> the swallowing whole food whole is so dangerous because I have esophagitis. Have I ever told oh, you yeah. that? Yeah. Where my yeah, esophagus yeah. closes up yeah. when I have like, for people who don't know what that is, it's like, um, I keep forgetting that we have a camera on. Yeah. You can say, hi. It's, is it live? <laughs> it's yeah. It's, it's not even recording. I was just like, I just wanted you to think I was like somewhat professional <laughs> dress up for the camera. <laughs> um, I can't have, if I have something that's whole, it will get stuck in my esophagus Ooh. and then I like, it won't go down like normal people's esophaguses will finally like open up and let it go down. But mine's like, eh, eh, sucka. Well, what if you take like an aspirin? No, 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 that doesn't work either. You can't take a pill? No. Oh, I have to take really small ones or I cut them up. Oh, okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Because I, I just don't want to go through it. It's so painful. So if I, I could never do the fast no. eating. Oh my God. I would die. Well, I went to the dentist just to, you know, get my teeth sharpened cleaned and so right can... exactly <laughs> i have special teeth but i open my mouth and he goes oh wow you have a big mouth and i'm like yeah and it serves me well can i see will you show them it doesn't i think it's a bit to see okay yeah because it didn't look that big at first can you put like that
And I got the wide chipmunk cheeks too, so you can stuff oh, stuff wow. in there. Yeah, it's a it's a gift. So this it's is real what gift. Sharon has been doing. So this is what I do. Is... And then I just... <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like as a lesbian, this being able to put stuff in my mouth without gagging is a wasted skill. <laughs> it's very true. Right? Yeah. Because like... you're not choking as a lesbo. Yeah, no way. That's fine. And if you are... Yeah. That's a, bit. That's a you got to uh, check the agenda. <laughs> they they're keeping a secret, right? Yeah, if that's the case, right? Right. You know? I mean, it also sucks too because it's like, yeah, you're we were just talking about like you know you getting more shows and stuff and being on things. I'm like, well, you could have used your mouth if you weren't a lesbian. And well, I mean, look, there's the a lot of women producers that are that's coming true. up. That's true. So yeah, yeah. You gotta have call to, me. You gotta have I can to also be, hold my breath for a long time. So yeah, you're like, I'm down there. <laughs> I won't come up for air. Yeah, that's right. So there you go. Right. Sharon Fredrickson. Thanks for watching. I don't need watching. a snorkel. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for uh, tuning in. So that is where you are. That's great. And then I also write. I wrote a movie. Right. That's being shopped right now called Elf Bi. Oh my God. Is it a kid's movie? No. It, well, yeah. when we first wrote it, it was very R rated and our manager was shopping it and people were like, mm, I don't think we're down to do an R rated movie. So we wrote it. It's PG 13. They weren't down to do an R rated elf movie? Christmas movie. Oh, because it was like very much Santa was involved in, but bad Santa, but that's a fake Santa. Oh, they were smuggling guns and drugs out of the North Pole. Oh, yeah. you. It seems like it's an unwritten rule that like no matter what the movie is, Santa has to be real. Like you can't have right. a movie out there that's like telling. North Pole can't be. I mean, we had a stripper oh, uh, pole, at the North pole at this. Well, the south side of the North Pole. Oh, it's called the naughty list. And they stripped on candy canes. Sexy. So it was and really hot. It was really hot. Yeah. So, so yeah. we had to change it. You had but, to change it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm doing. Okay. That's what I do. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're a parent. Yeah. But I mean, he's 23 now. So. Oh, so. I mean. Nope. He's, uh, she well, abandoned him. What do I do? Ah, you're too old. What do I do at that point? Um, now it's just offer advice and get yelled at. Oh, he yells at you. He doesn't yell at me, but like he had this thing where he's like, he tries to be like, I'm all grown up now. And oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't need you to do to worry about that. That's my thing. And yes. I'm like, really? Because last week I had to remind you that you have to wash your underwear. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Stupid yeah, stuff yeah, like that yeah. or whatever. I find 23 year old guys. Obnoxious. So cocky. It is crazy. Like when I was 25, I remember guys would like come up and be so confident. And I'd be like, you're 23, aren't you? And they'd be like, how'd you know? And yeah. I was like, just your essence yeah just like you with the food eating bitch like i right. you know i just yep. could tell yeah yeah so. well and the thing is is like he got his dream job right out of college yeah and he's making good money must be nice he's driving a convertible bmw yeah. i'm like Ugh. oh my god a convertible bmw hard top yeah living in san francisco you're like but look what i can do <laughs> <laughs> but can he put a chicken sandwich in his mouth in one sure bite can. i don't absolutely think so. not so i feel like the parenting role has just gone yeah damn until he gets his heart broken <sighs> then you're back in then i'm in yeah you gotta you should be sending people in to just you know break that heart man yeah yeah, yeah. does he date yeah he's got a uh a, a them friend i don't oh. know how you say it 
I mean, you're the lesbian. You I'm should know well, that. Yeah, I know. Lesbians are still she. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I, 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 yeah. I'm good with she and he. It's when we get plural that I'm like, wait, what? I have a whole theory on that. Do you want to say it? I don't think that it's it's not bad. Okay. And, and look, I'd by like, the way, I'd if like my theory. theory is wrong, then... It's not like I judge anybody. You know what I mean? Okay. Like if, if someone says I identify as they, them, then I'm like, okay, great. I don't have to understand it to respect it. Okay. But my theory is this. Okay. Theory time. And this is how I came up with it. Okay. When I was growing up, uh-huh. I knew women like my mom, real feminine. They would dress up or like June Cleaver, you know, homemaker. Yeah. They would dresses heels there was a lot of women don't do this women can't do that you know oh you need to behave like a lady yes so I was like but that's not me that's not how I act right we didn't have the they them yeah and I didn't want to be a guy I never thought well unless I go into a dirty bathroom then I wish I could be a guy. Like a woman's dirty bathroom. Just a, a dirty, dirty bathroom, then you can stand up. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, That's the okay, only okay. time I want to be a guy. Okay. okay. Um, so I was like, the two didn't make, I didn't know where I fit, right? And then finally it clicked for me where I was like, I don't have to fit their definition of what a woman is because biologically, I got the titties, yep. I got the vaggie, mm -hmm. I got the chromosomes that make me a woman. It wasn't that that bothered me. It was society's definition of what a woman would lay. Correct. Yes, yes, yes. And so I, my theory is that people who roll as a they them have either not felt comfortable enough to say I want to transition okay yes and they're not comfortable enough to say I am going to redefine what a woman, what is. A woman is or what a man is okay instead of trying to fit into what society's norm of what a woman is okay does that make sense yeah it does make sense Cause I remember like I went for a run and it was hot and it was like five mile run and I come back and I'm just sweating like a beast and I'm walking hands on my hips and I spit and this guy, older man and his wife were walking by when I did that. Now they were over here. I spit on the other side. It's not like I spit at their feet. Right. <laughs> right. You got a problem with that? Yeah. Yo? Oh, you don't like that? <laughs> Well, guess what do you think of that now? And he goes, oh, that's real ladylike. And I go, well, my tits tend to agree with you. It was very ladylike. Thank you very much. That's so good. Right? What did he say? Oh, well, I mean, he couldn't say anything. He was like, you know, just kind of Damn. blah, blah, blah. So that's yeah. my theory is that it's it's. I would imagine how scary it is to like say, okay, I'm ready to transition. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And, and expensive. And expensive. And there's yeah. a lot of stuff that goes around it. Yeah. Um, and then there's, and then it's also like hard to say, I'm going to go against society's definitions and a woman gets to be 
literally whatever they want. Yes. Yeah. Because, yeah. man, I feel like a woman. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to Shania Twain. Go, Shania. The Canadian. But then, but then it's interesting because I'm like, but you did go against what you grew up with those um, people in society and, you know, you are, I think you're closer to it where younger people now TV encourages, you right. know, society or cultural entertainment, the entertainment world. I don't know why I can't think of the right word. Show, well, when you don't have a lot of success in it, it's hard to come up with the words. That's yes, why we struggle. Yes. <laughs> we like to drink. I drank last night. <laughs> um, and I think that like, you were closer to it. So that was even harder for you to go against it. Yeah. I grew up in a real conservative Christian household. Damn. And so, but I, I mean, I think it was, while it was difficult for me, I do think it was easier for me because I have always been a tough chick. Okay. I mean, when I was five, the story, my parents love my dad loves to tell the story when I was five I would introduce myself hi my name is Sharon I bet I can beat you up okay I mean where does that come from where does that come from I have no idea and so I always kind of had this like tough shit attitude wow I don't care what you think that's amazing I'm jealous I would come out to people right away even like in the early 90s well I, I mean I came out in 90 Okay. When I was 20. When you were 20. When I got together with Laura. Oh. That was my first. And that was your first? Yeah. Well, you haven't lived. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I know. I know. The kids flung the coop. Like, I know. Oh, no. I know. Laura's great. Laura's great. But, um, but yeah, I would introduce myself. I, I would come out right away. You'd be like, I'm sure I'm a lesbian. Pretty much. Wow. Because I didn't want to waste my time. Interesting. I didn't want to build a friendship. Yeah. Or a relationship with someone if I had to hide a portion of my life. Wow. Interesting yeah. that you thought that you also had to hide that portion, but that's the 90s, so that makes sense. Right, right. Well, I think we live in California. Yeah. And so I get a lot of DMs from people saying how much they appreciate seeing me on where whatever they see me on. Um, and just, you know, I'll just talk about my wife, Laura, or I'll talk about our son, Hunter, yeah. like it isn't a big deal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it away. means so much to them because they don't live in California. They live in red states where it's a right. little or small urban, you know, yeah. areas, yeah. small suburban areas. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes a big difference. And do you think that like with the, uh, people who are like, growing up now that are they them like are you like that's cool are you kind of like ah, I would like to help and make you feel more comfortable or what do you think I don't think that uh, I'm I used to be somebody who was like oh come here come here let me help you out you know what I mean um I get that from my father I wish we will get get into um but now I'm kind of like I think I just live my life and if I have something to offer and People are like, hey, can you talk about that? Then I do. Okay. But I don't want to like kind of force. Step onto it. Because I don't know where they're at in their life. Yeah. For yeah. me, I was like, like I said, you know, I'm like a pretty much a fuck you attitude. Yeah. And if you don't like me, great. What 
you know, I love Mary Tyler Moore said, your opinion of me is none of my business. You have always had that, right. that I've looked up to. Cause I'm always like, Oh, right. You know? And you're like, I don't give a fuck. I'm like, Oh, that's good. I mean, yeah. you can't, right? Yeah. You can't. Yeah. It's, that's from coming from somebody that can beat everybody up is, is definitely. I'm 52 that. now. I don't think now I pluck a nose hair and cry and be like, <laughs> you win. <laughs> All the people that you said that to now are coming back being like, hey, kid, remember when you said that? Now try me, you fucking loser. I remember this one kid was, my brother got bullied a lot. He was an older brother. And this kid was like two years older than me, a year younger than my brother. And he used to pick on my brother all the time. And we were like on the sidewalk and he was picking on my brother or whatever. And I just reared back and hit that kid as hard as I could in the nose no way oh, it knocked him back Damn. and i was all leave my brother alone and i turned around i'm all run <laughs> you were like i've been waiting for the day that i could finally totally. do it oh yeah man because like my brother was an asshole growing up but like i can only call him an is asshole. your brother older or younger older three years older. so do you think that you when you were like oh i'm sharon i can beat you up do you think it's because your brother had that like asshole mentality that you kind of had to like no like, i don't think so from? i have no idea where it came from i really don't oh my god because like my parents were never abusive my brother was more of an asshole as we got older oh interesting um I think he was more of an asshole as we got older because he got bullied and I hung around with like, I was a popular kid in school. I was a yep. jock. Those are the type of kids that bullied him. Now I didn't hang around with the people that yeah. bullied him, yeah. but I think he just saw that as, and so he sort of took that out on me. Yeah. I mean, you're kids, right? You don't know what the hell you're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. You're just you're being an asshole so to everybody. To people. Exactly. Yeah. Especially sure. your siblings. Yeah. So I think that was just that. Okay. Wow. But yeah, I have no idea why where that came from, but I'm glad it did. I like I like it a lot. I mean and I don't hate it. You should get a t shirt made with you on it and that phrase as a kid. Hi, I'm Sharon. I bet I could beat you up. Yeah. Oh, I have the perfect picture for you. I'll show you after. Oh my God, it's I the perfect see. picture for it. Okay, so your dad, let's get into it. I call him the Ricker. Yes, you do call him the Ricker. I do. But it's like I call him the Ricker when he's being that like fun loving dude that I just love hanging out with and then he's the Ricker right like that's that's my that's my jam guy is he fun loving like do you guys like drink together and stuff yeah we'll have yeah. drinks together we play golf we our big thing was he used to have season tickets to the Seahawks Oh, right, right, right. And okay. I'd go up there. My one of my hands down best days, top five days of my life was we went to the NFC championship up in Seattle and the game started at like three ish. I swear to God, he and I are standing in the, my mom and dad's kitchen in our like jerseys and all, you know, ready to go. And it was like 10 in the morning. And my mom's like, get out, get out, <laughs> just go. So we're like, okay. So we went to the country club. We had breakfast. We went, it was, we just had like such a great friends. time. And then he's a total prick. Really? And then he can be like the worst and just, I mean, just take me down. No. Like nobody else can take me down. 
Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like how so? When And when did it start? I think it's... So he's... Ever since I can remember, I was a daddy's girl. Okay. When I was sick, you know how kids, when they're sick or hurt and they cry, they just want their mom? I wanted my dad. And he didn't grow up in like a real lovey, touchy household. When he left for Vietnam, his parents shook his hand. Really? Yeah. Damn. So it's not like he's one of those guys that are like, come on, let me coddle you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he's not a soft soul. He grew no, up. No, no. And he got better, and so did his his folks. But um, well, Jesus Christ, they're going to Vietnam. Yeah, right. And they just didn't because they just didn't. You know, he was a rancher from Montana. Okay. They're not. Yeah. They're just not emotional folks. Okay. Okay. So when I would cry or whatever, I just want to be be held by my dad if I was tired, and we bonded really because my dad would work nights when I first because he was in the air force okay low man low man two stripes on his shoulders so I mean he went into the air force out of high school wow so we were poor and he was working nights and my mom he'd come home from work and my mom would put me in bed with him when I was a little little baby so I think maybe that bond formed there but when, when he came home, like, what time would that be at? So it'd be, like, first thing in the morning. So oh. as a little, little baby, you know, they just that's sleep the all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so, so then that's how you form the bond. I guess. Did your brother have the same kind of bond with him? I don't think so. And part of it is because he went to Vietnam when my dad was, or when my brother was only a year old. Oh, okay. Fuck. So, and he was gone for a whole year. Damn. And there was no emails there was no cell phone. My mom talked to my dad two times when he was gone. Wow. And it was over a ham radio. So that meant you would go, hi, how's Tim? Over. Wow. Yeah. And she saw him one time. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Did, what? So I don't think that they were able to form that bond. So, And also, do you think that he do you think he was a prick did your mom say if he was a prick before vietnam or after well he had a cushy job he worked with computers and so he was even in an air-conditioned office so his time i know right his time in vietnam wasn't spent in the jungle so his time in vietnam looked way different than some of the stories you see on tv you know he was like mean? yeah at the bar yeah 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 he was just having a time but i mean he did have like he was on the bus to go home to, to take to the airport to go home and he forgot his briefcase up in the office and he ran up to go get it when he was up there some kid rode his bike and threw a hand grenade <gasps> into the bus oh my god yeah that's Terrifying. I mean, nobody died, but there were people that were really, you know, obviously injured from a hand grenade going off in a bus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I feel like the last episode, Bobby was talking about his, what would have been his aunt getting blown up and mm-hmm. this. So much going well, on. There's a lot of blown up. A lot of blown that's up happen- is happening. That's why when you're talking to Gen Xers, we got different stories. Yeah. I like, I like the story. We got different stories, man. People are like, oh, I thought you meant blow up like on instagram <laughs> right, Did you exactly. up on social media okay so you were very close to him and 
oh yeah when did he start to be I think but you can take me through the timeline. yeah like, so so as a kid I was always into sports and he loved sports and so he was always down you know I played uh when I was young I played catcher Okay. And I was one of the few kids at eight or nine years old that could make the throw from home to second. Okay. Stop bragging. Okay. <laughs> I mean, don't right. mean to toot my own horn, but beep, okay. beep. You know what I'm saying? All right. But it was because he would help me. Yeah. And he always was looking to better himself. So I don't remember a time that he wasn't going to work in the Air Force and then going to school or working and or working a second job. Right. So, but he was always like, if I was like, Hey dad, can we shoot some hoops or play catch? He's like, I got 10 minutes. Let's go do it. Oh damn. So, but when I got into high school, I think that kind of was this weird transition because I stayed who I was, which, you know, future lesbians were called tomboys back then, right? Okay, okay, all right. And so I stayed who I was, and I think there was an element of, it's time to settle down a little bit. It's time to calm down of who you are. You're still this, like, hyper running around, having a good time. Um, my mom and dad were always, well, my mom was always accusing me of doing drugs. And were you? No, never. I never did drugs in high school. I never did drugs because yeah. I want, I played sports. Right. That's And true. Yeah. I didn't want to get kicked off the team. Yeah. And I got scared of being kicked off the team. So, and also like your dad was like, well, if he started when he was 12, as a like when we was he a fighter pilot when he was no air force oh my god he wasn't a fighter pilot and he wasn't 12 you say canadian weirdo i don't know much about after high school he joined the air force what happened when he was 12 nothing happened when he was 12 no i'm getting sure something i'm getting something (laughs) whatever he was molested (laughs) when he was 12 that's what it was that's, he just hasn't told you yet. Okay. Right, go on. Right, right, yeah, right, okay. right. Um, but, well, but, uh, but what I meant was like, yeah, if after high school, then that's when he would have settled down. Well, right? I mean, he was very responsible. He was working on a ranch growing up. Right, and then he yeah. went straight from ranching life to the Air Force. And my parents got married when they were like 20. Damn. Yeah. After knowing each other for three months. Damn. What? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then a year later, they had my brother. And a year after that, he's in Vietnam. And I mean... And they're still together. Yeah. Crazy. I know. So I was... He just... They just had this different life. Uh And I was always this like... Rambunctious. Rambunctious. Fuck it. We'll figure it out. Probably very positive. Sports. Very positive. Yeah. They're very negative people. Oh, oh, no. Oh, it drives me crazy. Oh, no. Th- like, their motto is expect the worst, and if the good happens, then you'll be pleasantly surprised. Oh, no. And that that's, is the hardest type oh. of parent to grow. Well, no, there's worse, but you know what I mean? Right. Like, that's very hard to get out of that thought pattern. It is, and I was very positive, and I was self-assured. Yes. My dad is very insecure. Oh, so when he sees myself assured as 
cocky, not yeah. confidence. Yeah. He's there to bring you down a notch. Ooh, damn. My biggest, my very clearest first memory of bringing me down a notch was a freshman in high school. We had a basketball tournament. I got high score, high rebounds, and high assist for the whole tournament. So it was a big deal. I played a good, good several games yeah. during the tournament. I didn't know what like an assist and like, you know, thinking what a rebound is. Do you know? Okay. So an assist is like, if I pass you the ball and mm -hmm. you score, mm. that's an assist. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. So I was, Sick. yeah, you are really on it. Um, <laughs> Do I look like I'm a sports person? No, but I mean, these are kind of <laughs> basics. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know hockey, okay? Okay, well, you okay. should know what assist is then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a hockey assist. Oh, okay, I get same that. Same thing, same thing. <laughs> I get in the car with my trophy, and he goes, you know what you need to work on? No. Yeah. Oh, my, so he never let you have it. Never let me have it. It was very, very we need to make sure you're not too big for your britches. No. That's, yes. Yep. Yep. Did that affect you later in your life? So much so. My, I realized that I worked, have worked so hard to try and make him proud of me. Oh, no. And there's literally no way that I could do that. Oh, In no. fact, one of my biggest adult lessons that I ever learned, and if I could teach one person something, it would be the thing that I realized is I worked so hard to make him proud of me and it never one time made him happier. And it made me more and more miserable. Wow. Damn. If you work to try and please someone else, it will never make them a happier person. And it will make you more and more miserable. You sh we, in fact, as a parent, we really try and stay away from saying, I'm proud of you. Oh, good. And we say, you should be very proud of yourself. Okay. This is... I'm like, all right, I'm trying to, I'm, this is intense. Yeah. Because I guess I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well, if you try and make someone proud of you, and but what if they do, I'm like, is it that, is this just your story or have you seen this in other places where like, even if you make someone proud of you, it won't make them happier? Or is it just your dad? I think I've seen this in other places too, because if you're working, if you're working towards something. Yeah that's different than what you want, you're not going to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if a person needs you to do something that doesn't make you happy. Yes. To be happy. Yeah. Then they're not happy. Yeah. And you doing something and you being unhappy isn't going to make them happy. What was the thing you did? Every, my career. I, if I had it to do all over again, I would have walked across cause I didn't go to college. Okay. I would have walked across that stage in my high school and got my high school diploma with a fucking backpack on and throwing it into like a truck or something and gone exploring. Okay. 
I would have come down to LA much sooner. I would have it's always a big regret. Yeah, yeah. I would have just instead I went the corporate route. Okay. What'd you get into? I got into, well, my first job was as a customer service rep uh-huh. uh, for a cellular company, which was a big deal at the time. Okay. It wasn't like it is now. It, it wasn't an assist or rebound. It was a pretty heavy assist. Oh, I'm learning a lot today. <laughs> okay. But, and then my last job, I was the director of training and development. Oh, wow. So, I mean, I really worked my way up. Yeah. And I remember driving home. And so then I, now we have a house in the suburbs that was a big house. Yeah. Okay. A big house. How many beds? It was a, it was a three bedroom, two bath office. So it it was brand new build. It was like 3000 square feet. Okay. For three of us. Yeah. That's a big house. That's a big house. Yeah. And now look at the house we're in. (laughs) And we're so much happier. Yeah. But I, it's a house. It is. Yeah. I remember driving home from my corporate job to my big house in the suburbs and crying, No, going, I guess this is my life. No way. And I did that because that was the path that my dad, who I was always trying to make proud because I was a daddy's girl. I I mean, if I can make one person proud of me, it's going to be the Ricker. And so I was constantly trying to do that. And then that made me miserable. And it impacted my health. It impacted. How so? Oh, I went from this athlete to 250 pounds. Whoa. I was smoking. No. I was drinking. I mean, I was filling the void with food, booze, and nicotine. Damn. Yeah. Because he hadn't, when you were doing that, had he ever said, hey, great job, or still, no, I'm proud of you? I remember, so to get that customer service job, I, um, you went through five interviews to get that customer service job. And the last one was with the director of the call center. And I remember they had five positions opened, I think, and they interviewed 120 people. And three of us got three jobs. They didn't even fill all five. Damn. And it paid $10 an hour. No. Which, 94. I wasn't, I was. I know, you were really young. Whatever. I was not too. (laughs) But I was close to it. (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, you know, that's what they pay now almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pay not much more. That's true. You know what? That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. think minimum wage right now is 15 and that's what you're going to get as a customer service yeah. rep. And we yeah. had benefits. You know how much my benefits cost for medical, dental, and vision? $10 a month. Wow. Okay. So you were, so you were living. You, I was making got, good money, man. Yeah. And I worked, like, it was not easy getting that job. Yeah. And the first thing. What did the workers say? Oh, you fell into a bucket of cream. I'm like, I didn't fall into no. this. I worked my ass off to get this. Oh my God. Yeah. So it was never, I worked. It was never, I'm re- I have never that I can remember heard. I am really proud of how hard you worked. Should I make this a clip, post it to oh. you and make it get back to him? 
so he can finally tell you that he's fucking proud of you? No, because I don't want to make him mad. <laughs> okay. Well. Yeah. So have you ever like said anything? You cannot you say can. things. They, both my parents, we, they have cut me off. I will tell you, this is one of the, ugh, there's a lot. Laura's dad fell and he's got dementia. Oh no. And he well, fell and hit his head. Let's not make this too depressing. I know. I know. Let's just, okay, go let's lightheartedly talk shit trauma. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk to take our trauma lighthearted? <laughs> <Can you> go, <laughs> boing. Oh, I'm a zombie. Oh my God. That's great. It's adorable. <laughs> the brain bleed that he got was oh, so adorable. God. Tastes good. Okay. <laughs> and it's during COVID. So he goes to the oh emergency room on his own. Okay. He was in the hospital for a week. And we drove down there immediately. And oh Laura's God. mom had to stay because of COVID. She couldn't go in the ambulance oh with him. No. So we drove down there immediately. I stayed for like a week. I mean, I'm not great in a crisis. Like if someone needs a hug. Yeah. If, if you need me there emotionally and stuff not great at it yeah 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 i'm good at advice but i won't rub your back but i'll repair your roof <laughs> i'll put a new fucking roof on your house and so that's what i did for a week i literally repaired their roof oh my god i put handrails everywhere in the house oh i mean i handicapped access the shit out of that okay, house in that okay. week and then i left and came home because i had work to do and left laura there okay she was there for three weeks. She fell, hit her head on the railings. She you put fell, in. hit her head there on the railings. <laughs> I'd take them all down. I go back and you know, you know this story. I go back. I bring both of our dogs and then our dog that was living on borrowed time got super sick and I had to turn around, drive back home and have the dog put down. Like, just, remember that? Yeah, yeah. Remember I because te you texted yeah. me or you, I texted you. Yeah, and I was like, Fuck, and you're, that's I'm, so you're like, good. how are you doing? I'm like, I'm yeah. ugly crying. And you're like, well, I'd love to see that. Yes, right. Yes, because that's how we. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, that's why I reach okay. out to you. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. in my worst, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I could call Nikki. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not gonna be that sentimental, but yeah, I'll make fun of you. That's what I yeah. need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I need. Yeah, and I drive back. I have. I'm. Laura's mom has asked me to put in a new garbage disposal. Okay. I've just been dealing with all this shit. Yeah, she's Laura's mom's pushing it a little bit. I mean, you know. come on. So I'm frustrated. I'm trying to put this new garbage disposal in. I just put the dog down. Bitch just been without Laura for a month. Everything's going on. And my dad texts me and he's like, hey, your mom could use a phone call. And I go... I know I haven't talked to her in a couple of days. I was going to call her either tomorrow or the next day because I was going to go have dinner with a friend. I was going to call her on my way. And he's like, never mind. I'll take care of it. What? What? So, yeah. So I sent back, I have a lot of shit going on and I can't deal with passive aggressive right now. Good for you. Didn't talk to him for a month. No. Every time I would text him, it was one word answers. And like a child, like, like a, a child, like a teenage, 
And he says, when I finally said, what's going on? He's like, I'm too old to have to deal with stuff like that. And I'm like, you have to deal with that? No consideration what I was going through. No consideration what Laura was going through. None of that. But because I didn't stop what I was doing, pick up the phone and make a call, he was pissed at me. And then called him on it. And then he's pissed at me. And was your mom still talking to you? Or was uh, she mad that you didn't call her? She was mad that I didn't call her. Still? Oh, yeah. I had oh. to call her to the next day when I was on my way to dinner. I called her. And why did she need a phone call? Because she gets dramatic. She makes everything about it. She's very narcissistic. She makes everything. This is how... Uh, my parents could not listen to this. <laughs> This is how bad she is. We were in the backyard yesterday or Sunday and a news story came on that a uh, seaplane had crashed in Seattle. Okay. And like one person was... Your dad used to dr- fly no, never. <laughs> Air Force, you don't necessarily fly planes, you weirdo. So, when he was so this plane crashed. One person was dead. Six people were missing. Oh my and God. And I'm like, oof, that's tough because if you're missing in the sea... You're probably you're gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Laura goes, Ooh, I wonder if your mom's okay. <laughs> <laughs> because she literally makes she... everything about her. Oh everything. my God. And then she gets my dad on her side and he doesn't want to deal with it. So then he calls So then you. he calls me to deal with it. If I don't deal with it, then he's mad at me and won't talk to me. Holy shit. That's a lot. It's a lot lot going on. Nikki, it's a lot. And I feel like people that watch this that like that have abusive parents are like it's it's the whole thing is it that's worse for sure. But the the mental games when parents play them is we don't know how to get out of the web. That's a problem. You're right. just in the web. When you're saying, I hope they don't see it. How old are you? How old are you? I'm 52 years old. And you're old. scared of your parents? You're scared of your parents? I am scared of my parents. You know why? Because it takes so much work. Yeah, exactly. When I make them mad, it takes so much work on my part. Yeah. To to get out of trouble and get them talk. My mom and I went nine months without talking one time. Oh, wow. Nine months. Was it the best nine months of your life? Oh, it was pretty peaceful. <laughs> let me tell you. It was pretty fucking peaceful. <laughs> and what then it, so this is what's so hard <laughs> is there's all of these horrible, bad things. And then the record comes out. Okay. So how often from what which we call the ricker that when he's not the ricker what is he he's Rick. just he's uh, dad dad yeah he's, i'm like okay. dad my dad okay so percentage wise how often is he dad how often is he the ricker i will say pre-election okay pre-trump and he's a conservative who voted for trump okay so pre-trump i would say it was a 60 40 the ricker 60 percent the ricker Okay. 40% dad. Dad. Okay. Since the election, it's about 30, 70, oh. 30% the Ricker, 70% dad. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. It's tough. This is like an abusive relationship, like an emotionally I abusive relationship. But you're is. like, but the good times are it so good. Absolutely it is. It absolutely is. And now do you think that he's got you pegged down to like what will make you insecure? What will make you be like, oh, like that he'll just know when to take you down? Oh, he does. Oh, you want to hear a really horrible story? Yeah, let me make sure the camera's still going. But you can start to tell it. 
So when I was at my heaviest weight, 250 pounds, that's a lot of bulk to be carrying. And they, they ain't none of it was muscle and ain't none of it was big bone girl. Okay. I mean, it was all and fat. And when, when was this? Is this this your, was. When you were upset? I mean, working. this was like years ago. Okay. We're I didn't. talking like, let's say 20 years ago. I didn't know you then. No, no, you didn't know me then. It was well before we knew I'd, each other. I'd be like, hey. You'd be like, you need to get off your you ass. To, yeah. Yeah. You need to take care of that. Yeah, okay. Um, he, I had, was going to start running. Okay. And I, I said something to him about that. So we get, we go visit them. And he says, hey, Sh-, and he was running at the time. He says, hey, Sharon, you want to go for a walk? Or we should go for a run. I go, no, I'm not going to go for a run with you. And he's not a big guy. He's always been pretty leanish. Okay. I said, no, I'm not going to go for a run with you. I run way too slow and it's too self, I'm too self-conscious about it. Yeah. So he says, let's go. No, 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 no. He says, all right, well, let's go for a walk then. I said, okay. So we went for a walk and everything. And we're like two blocks from the house. He says, well, why don't we run back? And I said, dad, I run too slow and I'm so self-conscious. Oh my God. He's coming for you. He's coming for me. And he goes, it's just us. So I start running. No. You know what that motherfucker did? Hopped next to me on one foot. No. Hopped next to me no so immediately I stop and just like I mean everything drops on me right my spirit everything and he goes laughs and he goes oh Sharon you are so easy to tease I'm like I literally bared my vulnerability to you and you stomped on it yeah oh Oh, it was that's fucking evil 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 did you cry Oh, no, I can't cry. I won't cry in front of him. Good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That is evil. It's so rude. What? I can't even fathom doing that to my kid. What do you think? Uh, I was going to analyze him and be like, what do you think? Why is he doing this? Like, do you think there's any part of him that's like jealous of your life? I don't think that he's jealous of my life, but like I said, I think he has this insecurities and he thinks I get too big for my britches. And I think he just thinks it's his role to bring me down a couple notches. And I always think I'm mad. I wonder what I could have done. I used to think, wonder what could I, what could I achieve if the guy I admire the most wasn't constantly bringing me down? Yeah, seriously. And then I go, Fuck him. Yeah. I don't have to get his approval. Now you know that. Now I know that. But it's still. But you still don't want him to see. But it's easy for me to say I don't want him to see it because they don't even watch or read my stuff. Yeah. They don't watch or read my stuff. Yeah. So you're like, what's difference? Does it make. But do you. So where did it. Did it get in the way of you as a creative or, well, yeah, you would have moved to LA, but what about like your relationships or like, do you seek, do you hope Laura says she's proud of you? Like, were you seeking that in other people? Um, or are you a bit more like, I don't need it because I, I grew up without it? I think I was it. very, I don't need it. I will say that what it did for me 
it, it hurt our relationship. You and Laura. Oh yeah. We yeah. broke up at one point. Oh yeah. Well, you know, as, yeah. as you should, she was your first. You had to get out there a little. Well, I, the, the biggest thing was I had, I had, myself become insecure uh-huh. because I was in this corporate job and I was making good money. I was, I had artificial pride in myself. Yes. You know what I mean? Materialistic. Yeah. Pride. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. What I have, I have a you know jet ski. I've got a oh. car. I got a house. I got yes. da, da, da. I can make it rain if I needed to. Right. <laughs> I mean, know? a jet ski is impressive. Yeah. 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 And, um, I mean, I don't mean to brag, but we had an annual pass to the Folsom Lake. So, to the what? Folsom Lake. <laughs> it's the lake up in Sacramento. Oh, okay. You know, I, if you know. I may not know an assist. It's but not really. Okay, okay. A brag. Okay. So I had those things, and but and and this is it, right? I had reached that point in my life where my dad should have sat me down and said, "I am so proud of everything yeah. that you have achieved." I am so proud of you. Look at you with this great house. Look at you with this great job. Look at you making this money. Yep. This is, and you have no debt except for the mortgage. Yeah. I am so proud of you. And not one time did he say it. It was still, you better, are you doing this? Are you doing that? It was very much of what I wasn't doing. Always. Always. Yeah, Always. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know that it was empty. And so then I was like, you know, anytime I was getting like any type of attention, I was like, what's up? And so I, what do you mean? Well, I would go to, so I was getting attention from other women. Okay. And I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, um, no, you just liked to get, you weren't, I liked you weren't the cheating. Attention. And, yeah. and so I thought, Hey, there might be, a different life out there. Yeah. For yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, well, maybe I'm not supposed to be in this relationship. Okay. And I think that, you know, Laura being eight years older than me, uh-huh. I think, you know, I was 31 years old. Yes. I'm making great money, all of this stuff that I was saying. And then I would go to the bar and people are like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing just good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And so I thought, mm, maybe she's holding me back. Maybe, okay. maybe I haven't reached where, because I'm not yeah. happy. I've, yes. I've, on the right. outside looking in, it was everything's it, supposed to be, why aren't you happy? Yeah. And also you think that it's because now of your relationship, because it, right. it's everything, everything else, else was fulfilled. Yeah. You're, you're living with the life that you thought your dad would want you to live. So right. yeah. Right. Okay. And so I was like, you know, I think we should probably take a, a little break here. So we broke up. Was she like, what the fuck? Um, well, I mean, the relationship was bad. I think I sabotaged yeah. a lot. Look, she had her own um, t- part in this breakup also, oh, of okay. course, because it's not ever going to be okay. a one-sided thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, you know I want to know what that is. but Oh, you, I'm not going to say it on here. I okay, mean, I'll bring Laura on next episode, and we'll hear the truth. Yeah, right. Get her in. <laughs> yeah, this, this right here is Laura's comfort zone, totally. She'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, so I... 
we broke up. We sold the house. We, wow. I mean, it was, yeah, it was a big deal. Had you had Hunter yet? Yeah, he was three. Oh my God. And just turned three. How long did you break up for? We were only broken up for a year, thankfully. But that's still a long time. It is a long time. It is a long time. And did you go and get some more attention? Yeah. Okay. And then, so, so this now whole I'm joke like, that I've been saying is right. like actually true. Right. So, well, like, it Laura seems... was my first, but she wasn't my only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got a lot of work done in that year. Oh. Got a lot of work done in that year. Okay. You know? Okay. You got a lot of work done. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Very successful. Yes. Yes. Woman. So then I'm like, literally everything. You've now everything now checked. Now everything. Yes. Is checked. Yes. In every box. Yes. <laughs> All the boxes. All the boxes are, are checked. checked. And I'm like, still miserable. Damn. Still miserable. Right. And and then and then I did a lot of work on myself and realized that they weren't my boxes that I created that got checked. Because I looked at like, if I were to design my life, what would it look like? Yeah. And I'm like, well, it would look like this over here. And like one, two of them, Laura and Hunter. And so uh, thankfully I went back to Laura and she, you know, we worked it out and everything. And I was like, I have to completely redo my life. Whoa. Yo, because it's like, when I'm like, oh, did it affect your relationships? Yeah. It affected everything. It was the root cause of your whole life and being yes. on the wrong path. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yep. Do you have resentment? No, I don't think so because I don't think that, no, I don't have resentment. he doesn't know. And it's also like. Had I not gone through that, I wouldn't have had the self-discoveries that I did. And I wouldn't be the person I am today if I didn't have those experiences. Mm -hmm. And so having those experiences allowed me to have some of the successes that I have today. Yeah. And I think had I moved down here at 23, you know, 21, 22, whatever. You would have checked so many boxes that your box would have. Oh, been over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It would have, you would have had to buy more storage. Totally. Inbox. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think that I potentially, if I had the success that I have now in this industry at that age, I would have been a raving asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were sharing. Yep. I'll beat you up. That's right. Yeah. So then it's like, well, then is your dad right in a way? But not to that extent. No, because um, Hunter is not a raging asshole. Right. And I raised him in a way I thought to be productive and helpful. I mean, I'm sure we fucked him up because all parents fuck all yeah, their kids. Yeah. But it, it was very much, you should be proud of yourself. When we were talking of having a kid, our biggest thing was like, we need to raise him with self-confidence. Right. Because then they can stand up to bullies. Then they can stand up to peer pressure. Then they can, you know, go out on a limb and try things. 
And when he called us up from college and was like, I'm going to major in video game design. We're like, that's amazing. Yeah. How do you feel about that? And da, da, da. And we hung up. We're like, are you fucking kidding me? Video games? What's this kid going to do in video games? And now he has his dream job in a video game. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so it's so funny because my mom said one time, everybody's a teacher. And sometimes they will teach you what not to do. Okay. And I think my parents at times taught me what not to do. For your own kid. For my own kid yeah. and for my own life. Yeah. You know, the Ricker taught me a lot of really good things too. I have a lot of fun with him and amazing memories. Yeah. Um, but now he's teaching me. He very much put his worth to his job. He worked very, very hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, they went from like super poor to very wealthy. Right. Uh, and that was all hard work. There was zero inheritance from that. Mm -hmm. We will not say the same of me when my parents pass <laughs> and we won't say the same of my brother and we will not say the same for Hunter. Yeah. That'll yeah. be inherited yeah, yeah, wealth. Yeah, right. Yeah. But he worked very, very hard. Yeah. And, um, which is great. Yeah. Until they retired. If you put all your worth into work and then you retire, you have no worth. So what happened when he retired? He became a dick. That's when he became a dick. Well, that's when he slowly started going from 70, 30, 30. 60, yeah, 40 yeah, 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 yeah. down to 30, 70. And Damn. then the election just sent it way down like a, like a anchor. Damn. Yeah. And, and as the further away from work he gets, mm -hmm. the worse it is. And then the more confidence, the more you are becoming aware of the effect that he has on you. So now you're probably like setting your own boundaries. Right. So he's literally losing all of his. He, he's losing. Like I used to be very much. I'm not a people per pleaser. Yeah. Unless it's him. Yeah. I'm always trying to make things better. I'm trying to lighten the mood. I'm trying to do this and that. And now I, I, I won't even go there. Wow. If he's in a mood, I just walk away. No. Way. When we were up there just last week, we were up there and he brought up politics. And I mean, he always will bring up politics because we're so different. Yeah. I don't even bite. I just, I Good just, for you. Yeah. But it's sad to me because I'm constantly walking on eggshells. Yeah. Like, give me an example. Well, I mean, I, I have to know what the mood is. I have to know what the, what the, uh, temperament, what is his temperament? What is his, what's his, he's so fucking moody. Yeah. So what is his mood? What is he going to bring up? Here's another story. Okay. That's why I'm like, yes. Here's another story. My aunt, it's his cousin. They're very close. They're like brother and sister. I call her my aunt. Okay. She had a bum foot and she moved from her house to an apartment up in Seattle. Okay. And I'm like, do you need some help? Can I come help you? I can put in some railings. I can, I can put in railings. I can, you know, yeah. I unpacked, hung pictures, things like that. He, both my parents got royally pissed at me. Really? Yes. And I have no idea why they were mad at me. To this day, I have no idea why they were so mad at me. 
And they, my dad called me up and he's like, I want you to know that your mother is absolutely bawling. And I'm like, why? And he goes, she's crying so hard. I had to go for a walk. I'm like, that's your problem. Yes, I didn't say this, but I'm like, that's your problem. Shouldn't you stay there with someone who's totally bawling? Yes. You know, if Laura was totally bawling, I'm not going to be like, you're so upset. I'm going for a walk. No, you're like, oh, this is concerning. Right. Yeah. And so I'm like, he's like, you need to fix this. I go, I don't know what's wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So they never explained what was wrong. No. When I came to their house, so I helped her for a couple days and then went to their house for two days and then came home. My dad is bitching and moaning about, about my aunt. Both of them are. And I'm like, but what does that have to do with me? And he goes, maybe we took that out on you and shouldn't have. But anyway. No. And that was it. Oh, my God. Not sorry. Not. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's the accountability thing. It's like he doesn't want to take accountability. No. Because I bet you something happened with them. I'm like, well, they've been together since they were 12. Right. There's the 12. (laughs) There's the 12. (laughs) (laughs) When he was a fighter pilot. (laughs) So they've been together so long. And then they probably have their own shit and then he's just blaming you yep. because he doesn't want to take accountability or whatever it is. Correct. I'm the punching bag of the family. Oh my I God. I am the punching bag. That is not okay. When I did my last show at Groundlings, yeah. I, my parents came down for it and I was like, Oh no, I don't, I did not want them there. Oh my God. I was going to say, cause you always spoke highly of your dad. That's why you came to the podcast. I was like, what i thought you like him but so when he's coming i was like oh that should be a good thing but this does not sound like a good thing at all because he'll ruin the mood so my mom day of two hours before says she's sick no yep of course she is of course she is of course she is because and my aunt and her friend my laura my dad and our neighbor are all in a car and they're driving and someone says something about my mom being sick and my dad goes she's not sick She's not sick. So do the show. You know, the next day is stressful because yes, first of all, you've all... got post-show blues. Yeah. And now you're like, I'm going to get a phone call. Yes. It's right? not It's not a fun experience. Nope. There's nothing fun about it. My dad was sick the day they landed. He got really sick to his stomach, was okay. throwing up stuff. My mom said she got it. So she calls me up. Or text me and says, when should we come over? I'm like, uh, if you're sick, like dad was, then it's contagious. Yeah. I can't afford to get sick. Laura can't afford to get sick. Yeah. No response. I then get a phone call from my dad who says, hey, I'm on a walk and mom thinks everybody's mad at her. Can you call and fix it? Oh my God. Oh yeah. And it's like, wait, but you probably got mad at her. Can you call and fix it? Can you call and that's fix all it? He, that's all he gets you to do is call and fix things. Yes. It's your relationship. Right. When do you get to have your own relationship? I don't. You should have called him when you and Laura broke up and been like, hey, I uh, just uh, broke <laughs> up with trauma my- trauma from you. Can you <laughs> yeah. call and fix hey, it? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I chose wrong life and I dumped my wife and uh, right. I checked all the boxes right. and I didn't like them. Could you call and fix it? Yeah, totally. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. We were in Hawaii. So we all go to Hawaii. That's nice. Yeah. 
Never again. Okay. Never do another trip with my parents again. Never, ever, ever. Yeah. We go to Hawaii. We go to a football game, Seahawks game. That's our, that's our yep, thing. thing. That's when the record comes out. Not this time. Oh, this was post Trump. No. And now he's mad because he's seeing that this guy's a dick. Right. And so now he's in, in dad's mind, he's wrong. And we have a saying at our house, you can be right or you can be happy, but you can't be both. Okay. So if you get into this thing where you're arguing to be right, you got to make a choice. Do you want to be right? Or do you want to be happy? Yeah. 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 And we choose happy. Yeah. People come up to me and be like two plus three is four. I'm like, great, man. Have a great day. Yeah. 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 That's, that's awesome. That's what you want to believe. Great. I have no, no reason to argue with them. Yeah. My dad's like, oh, I would rather be right than anything. Okay. So when he found out Trump was the POS that he is, yeah. he was wrong. That sent him so, that's what made him slide so hard. That is wild. And all he would do when we were at the football game, at the bar watching the football game in Hawaii, all he would do is bring up politics. No matter how hard I tried to deviate from the subject. And I said, can we just please watch football? And he kept going about the kneeling of the flag thing and stuff. And finally, I just started bawling. What? You cried. I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, I just started bawling and it, in a bar. And he's like, I'll just pay for these drinks. And I told the bartender, I go, don't let him pay for my drink. And so he's like, sorry, it's ladies rules. And, and so he left. And left me there crying. And now, like, this woman is sitting next to me. And she's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm not okay, man. You know? And then he calls your mom and is like, hey. Hey, uh, can you fix this? Yeah, 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 right. (laughs) So that's how that went. Whoa. And then when did you talk again? That was in beginning of October. We didn't talk again until Thanksgiving. And it was because of me. Because you had to make the mess. Because I had to fix it. And I had to say, your relationship is too important oh my God. To, to me for this. I can't not have you in my life. This is too painful. And what did he say? He just called and was like, so happy Thanksgiving. I can't. Yeah. Yep. Honestly, I'm going to be like, you're pretty normal. Consider it. Like, you know? Yeah. I mean, you still got a lot of confidence. I do, man, in I'm spite surprised. of. I'm telling you, though, had you met me 15, 17 years ago, yeah. we'd be having an entirely different conversation. I don't think you would hang out with me. Because you wouldn't be as I don't confident. think you would. Because, like, you have a pretty good bullshit meter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you would see through me. I'd be like, mm, I think you'd be like, man, I don't know if I really like that person. Interesting. Yeah. So... When, like, did you go to therapy? How the hell did you overcome? Because it, it sounds like you're, like, comfortable with the not, with him not being proud of you now. He's right. proud, but you know he's proud of you, but no one can ever say that. No, you know what? I don't think he is. And here's he's not the, self-aware enough. I, he puts so much emphasis on money and education and and job status, the fact that I never graduated, went to college, I can never, I mean, that, that's that starting step, but because that's not there, there's no foundation, no foundation available to build his pride. Right. 
that's fucked up. But yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's, it's tough. I've put myself into situations. It was for my 49th birthday. My birthday's on June 27th. His is on the 29th. Okay. He and I took a road trip to Montana together. And it was one of the worst experiences of my entire oh, life. Oh, yeah. What happened to me? Oh, it was just everything. So we're in this small town that he grew up in, Big Timber, Montana. I love Big Timber, Montana. Used yeah. to. Now okay. the people are all Trumpsters and everything. Oh, my God. It he's going to be freaking out over it, that. Yeah. It used to be in Big Timber. It was like, as long as you were an honest, good character person. Okay. We got it. Okay. You tip your hat, you wave to each other driving down the road. It's, it's just how you did it. Now it's very political there. Okay. I mean, they've really gotten, maybe it always was and I didn't see it. Yeah. But, you were younger. Like, yeah. right. Yeah. We're sitting there for the main street parade. I mean, it's very small town yeah. and I wanted a chai tea and I do chai with soy. And I said to my dad, I go, I wonder if, um, it, I wonder what the odds are if I go down to this place, if I could get a soy chai. And he goes, ugh, I doubt it. Right? Like, and I'm like, well, maybe not. I'll go check it out. Yeah. Had I gone down there and they said, no, we don't serve soy anywhere in this town. I'd been like, cool. Yeah. That's no that. big deal. Yeah. Who cares? I don't care. Yeah. Well, I come back and there's this guy, just total stranger sitting next to us oh, no. and they are, he is proceeding to rip on me wanting soy to this stranger as though the fact that I wanted soy milk instead of regular cow's milk said something about him. Whoa. That's some weird narcissistic yes. shit. Yes. As though someone would look at him less than because his daughter wanted soy milk instead of cow's milk. It's when the women's world cup was going on and he hates soccer. I don't know why. They're going to be like, he hates women. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. He wanted everybody to know how much he hated soccer to the point I almost finally stood up in the bar where I was watching, stood up. I, I almost did it. Had I done it, I don't know if I would have gotten a ride back. I almost stood up and said, hey, everybody, can I have your attention? This guy right here does not like soccer. <laughs> and I want to make sure that everybody doesn't think he likes soccer. But I didn't do it, of course. You know? He is doing those types of things the entire oh trip we drive home and we're sitting out on their back patio i fly home the next day yeah he's in a bad mood no, no. idea why <clears throat> and he just starts ripping on me he's like you don't make enough money Oh. You don't have a good job. Look at the house you live in. It's so small. You live poor. And I'm like, where is this coming from? Yeah. 
And he's like, I'm just finally letting it all out. You're like, I lived my life for you. So basically, you lived that other life just to keep him quiet. Maybe that's right. Maybe that's right. Yeah. And so I said, I said to him, I said, you, I said, clearly money doesn't buy happiness because you have everything that you could ever want. Look at this beautiful home. You're on the 17th hole of a country club. You're highly respected. Your family, your kids and your wife and your grandson have you on a pedestal because we think you're so great. And he goes, oh yeah, right. I never see it. I said, that's your problem. Oh my God. You can't get out of your way. And now you've turned into a bitter old man. You said all that? I did. You're like, and then I woke up from my dream. No, I (laughs) said it all. Damn. Yes. And what do you do? Well, then I just walked into the house while he came in yelling and screaming. He said, I called him an asshole. And then I, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, I would never say those things to you. Yeah. I would never say that stuff to you. And then he ended up going to bed. He ended like at six in the evening. Oh my God. And then that creates the worst like doomsday. Right. Yeah. I went into the room and I was like getting an Uber. I was going to go stay in a hotel. I was like, I'm done. I'm not putting up with his shit. And then my mom came in, knocked on the door. She's like, your dad went to bed. And I'm like, okay. She's like, please don't leave. Oh my. You and I can sit. We'll chat. We'll, you know, whatever. So it's like, because if you left though, he, he, she would have had to hear him talk about it for so long or be grumpy. Right. Right. So when I'm at odds with my dad, my mom is better. Right. Because she can be a hero. Right. Yes. Because then it's about her. Then she looks good. Yes. Yes. And I'm the nice one. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So then what happened after that? So then the next feel relief. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next morning he like just gave, he goes, Hey, sorry. Oh, and that was it. That's, and then he walked out to my mom and he goes, I apologize to Sharon. I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) but did you, you know what I mean? You said, sorry. How does he ever said sorry before? Every, every, no, not really. I I would say probably, I don't want to say never. I'm sure he has, but that was a very rare time. Yeah. Yeah. Very rare time. Um, my thing is, is good for him. Yeah. But tough shit. Yeah. When you come at someone the way he came at me. Yeah. It's kind of like, you don't just get to go. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. And it was like during COVID, he was constantly calling. Do you guys need money? Do you need help? Lord's outside sales commissioned only. Yeah. We've created a very nice life for ourselves down Mm -hmm. here, but when everything shut down, I mean, it literally shut down. We lost all of our savings. We went through all of our savings. Damn. That's terrifying. Yeah. If you want to Venmo Sharon. Yeah. uh, If you need to Venmo me, (laughs) please do. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) And he kept saying, do you need money? Do you need money? Do you need money? And we're like, no, you're not going to take that shit. Didn't need it. Didn't need it. And, um, he, it was like, maybe two or three months ago he was like hey why don't you guys fly up here and and do this and I was like you know what man 
No, it must have been longer than that. Maybe six months ago. Because we're just getting back on our feet. Yeah. I mean, seriously, if you want to Venmo me. <laughs> no. Um, we're just getting back on our feet. Because Laura's business got cut to 30% of what she was making. Damn. Damn. Uh, yeah. It was a heavy, heavy yeah, hit for not, us. That's not okay. No. No. And so he says, why don't you fly up and we'll go do this. I go, dad, I just can't afford it. Yeah. I can't afford it. Yeah. He yelled at me for 30 minutes. Then, and I mean, I mean, he's telling me like, he didn't say you're a loser, but he only didn't say you're a loser. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And then he goes, I can just pay for it because you know me, I always have your back. I'm like, that's not what that looks like. Dude. That, you're like, <laughs> I just is... have to listen to that for 30, for 30 minutes, minutes of you. I should have hung up on him. So did you go? No. <laughs> okay. Good. No, fuck no. You're like, you're like, no, no, no. Yeah. And no, I take it. No, 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 no. Oh no. my God. And he, and he's like, and I'm going to send you 20,000, $30,000. Did he? He did. Oh my We ripped God. it up. You ripped it up. I ripped up the check. Good for you. Yeah, I had to rip up the check. Good for you. But he's like, you know me, I always got your back. I'm like, that is not that's what not, having your back looks like. No, that's not, you don't have my emotional back. You don't No, have- that's him paying for his sins. Yes, true. Damn. Yeah. Because we didn't ask for money. No, you didn't the whole time. No. And you couldn't afford but you knew not to. Oh, yeah. I knew not to. Because as soon as you take that money, he'll say, you fucking lose it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But little does he know, that's so complicated. So complicated. So do you still seek, do you still try to get him to be proud of you? What do you feel? I no longer try to make him be proud of me. Okay. But it's still sad that he's not. Yes. He's never going to be, my therapist always said says it's about parents. They're never going to be the parent that you want them to Correct. be. Yeah. But I've also realized that it's okay to be sad about that. Yeah. It's okay to be sad about that yeah. because our feelings are valid. Yes. Yeah. And That's so being sad that he's not that. Yeah. Isn't hindering me. I think denying your feel- true feelings and emotions is hindering. Yes, that's true. So if I'm like, Hmm. I'm sad that, you know, he can't see this. Yeah. And then he's always going to try and then and I'm over it. Yeah. Then I'm okay. Yeah. But I also have like, you know, like I do still have the moments where like if FBI got made yeah. and we had a big red carpet of it, I ain't fucking bringing him. <laughs> Cause if you can't be proud of me through the hard work, yeah, 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 if yeah. you can't, you know, that's the thing. The times that he has been like, oh, I'm so proud of you, was after the result. Yeah, 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 Never yeah. During it. During when I'm like, you know, fucking knee deep, yeah. waist deep, neck deep in the mud. Yeah. Walking through this and everything. There's, it's always beat me when you're down. Beat me when I'm down. Beat, 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 beat. And then I have a success and he'll go... Like, you know, later he'll talk about it and be like, yeah, you know, it was pretty cool. I was pretty proud of Sharon, you know, when you did this. To the other people. Where the fuck were you? Or I'm proud of you. You know, I'm like, where were you when I'm in the arena bloodied in battle? 
you know yeah i mean that's when you need your posse that's when you need your that's people that's when you have to have my back right when you're in that arena fighting and you're bloodied do you think though like when when you said like you and laura broke up in the relationships like that that ruined the relationship but do you are you sensitive to have other people say that like does do you ever have a neediness with her do you think with laura yeah has she ever called it has there been ever anything that she brought up no and i think probably there was pre-breakup yep but because we worked so hard on ourselves mm -hmm. and on our relationship yeah. post-breakup that we haven't had that when we first got together you asked if i went to therapy to get over this yeah i've never been to therapy crazy and i don't think i'm a person for therapy okay only because and i know how egotistical this is going to sound because you can beat people up because i can beat them up i think i probably I read a lot of self-help. Okay. I read, uh, if I'm reading a book, it's usually something to better myself. Yeah. Sometimes it's somebody's journey. Like if I read Yes, Please by Amy Poehler. Right. To me, I consider that almost a self-help book because yeah. I s listen to people's journeys and yeah. their lessons yeah. and see how I can apply it. So I think I'm a little more ahead of the game so if i walked into a therapist i'd yeah. be like okay listen here's the neurons that have been created in my brain from what happened to yeah, me yeah, and yeah. this is what i've done to to sever those neural nets and you know what i mean yeah, 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 yeah. so i feel like and plus yeah. i have really good friends who are pretty smart in that stuff yeah well i think also you you the biggest step is to like stop your automatic reaction to make that person proud that's 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 like the biggest thing is if you were still like oh you know you, that could yeah. have really taken you down but you here was my biggest lesson uh -huh. my biggest lesson that helped me with this it was never his problem it was always mine Fuck, i hate that i only hate it because my therapist says it it's always like it's, I don't give a fuck about them. Right. It's you and how you, but like, right. I, you're right. It but is. it is so hard. It is so hard. It, he never said, you better make me proud of you. Yes. I put that on myself. Yes. He never climbed on top of that pedestal. Yeah. I put him there. Yes. And so it was always me. But once I realized that, then I realized it was also only me that could fix it. Damn. What was the moment? How old were you when you realized that? And was there a help self-help book that made you realize that? There, I will tell you, I had a rock bottom moment and, okay. and to realize this piece. So I had a rock bottom. Okay. And so you ask like, what was the moment? I think like some of the stuff that I'm saying, it's more of a, a wave versus a drop. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, it was this moment. But I had a rock bottom 12 years ago, I think. Okay. I don't know. Where I was just like at my... Laura and I were back together. Okay. But I was still trying to be who I wasn't, you know? Mm -hmm. And... Um, Could you just like describe that person a little bit of who... When you're being who you were when you were? Sure. You were? I was still corporate. Okay. So, but was your personality different? My personality was different because I was very angry. Okay. I was very angry. And you were not. 
like I'm an not an angry person. No, I was yeah. pretty negative. Okay, not a negative person. Yeah. Um, because I always had this kind of warrior mentality, you know. Yeah. I'm like, I need to be more zen. Maybe that's my problem. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe I, I'm, so I was trying to be very peaceful, okay. very zinny, and that's just not me. You were like, you know yeah, I mean? like numbing out. Yeah. Right, Nama totally stay person. in bed and, yeah. you know, watch some sports, same thing. Okay, so, so it was, so that was me. So okay, because cool. of this, and I remember I just flat hit bottom. And you know, I can get depressed. Mm -hmm. I called you that. Remember that time yeah. I called you and I was, a, I said I was two candy bars and a bottle of wine. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Really depressed. Yeah. And that took me, that moment took me maybe a day to get over. Right. I was going on to like two or three weeks of, of this. Bedridden. Not bedridden, ridden, but, but like, really going through the motions. Okay. I mean, just going through the motions and just like grumpy and yeah. just awful. Yeah. And a f my friend, one of my dearest, dearest, best friend, Heidi, I remember talking to her and we were in Sacramento at the time. She lives in Santa Cruz. She said, just come down and let me take care. Let us take care of you. Oh. You need to come. Let us take care of you. And so I said something to Laura and she goes, go. Yeah. Go. Yeah. So I drove down there and I remember we got there. I got to her house and we were going to go. She and some other friends were going to go do an open water swim. She's like, do you want to do the swim? And I'm like, no. And I just remember like sitting there this whole time. Like, is she going to say something? Is she going to talk? Is she going to make me talk? When's it, you know, yeah. and we're driving in the car and I just start crying. Yeah. Not loud just tears start coming down and she just reached over and she just like kind of touched my leg and and she's like I'm really glad you're here mm. and that was it that was it we go the whole weekend and she says at the end of the weekend she goes I know you're sitting here waiting to know when we're going to talk and she goes we don't have to say anything and I'm like, I have to say something because I can't go back. I don't feel like I'm going to be different if I go home. Yes, 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 yes. And so I said, I don't know what I'm going to do. And she's like, what do you mean? And I just started talking about essentially like, I don't know how to be. Whoa. I don't know how to be. I don't know how to be Sharon. I wow. don't know. I'm, I cry super easy. If I'm happier than a seven or eight, I'll cry. If I'm sadder than a three, I'll cry. Right. So between three and seven is my safe zone, right? Yeah, yeah, Anything yeah, yeah, over yeah. or under a three yeah. or seven, I got tears in my eyes, right? <laughs> okay. And I felt that as being weak and I can't be weak. So then we go back and say, well, Sharon, I can beat you up. I'm Sharon, I can beat you up. We say, where did that come from? maybe I always needed that yes because if I didn't have that warrior mentality that I can fight through this I'm tough then they would have knocked me down right. they would have put me in my place yeah but because I had that mentality maybe every time they knocked me down I was enough to be able to still be in the arena still be bloodied still be sweaty and still stand up damn right yeah 
So to me, someone who cries over a seven or under a three is weak. Is weak, yeah. And that's when I learned that vulnerability is a strength and not a weakness. And once I learned that, and that was something that Heidi and I talked about, once we learned, once, once I, we talked and I realized that vulnerability is a strength, it is not a weakness, that's when my life started changing. Damn. That's when it started changing. Because that's what made me allowed to say, it disappoints me and it saddens me that I can't make my dad proud of me. But that's okay. Yeah. But that's okay. And yeah. I can be right. And you can be sad. Or I can be happy. Right. But I can't I like, be both. You can be sad. <laughs> I know. Jesus, like, have you me... learned nothing? We no, talked about this you, motto I know early. you can be right or you can be happy. But, yeah. you can, but the thing is about being safe and being, you can still be happy when you're sad. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I can be sad about this, this piece. Yeah but happy in my life. Yes. And then you can deal with this sadness. But yes. if you're sad about this piece and this and this and this and this and this and this and this, Damn. you're fucked. Yeah. Then you're three months in, you're 250 pounds, you're drinking a bunch and you're smoking. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So that's when it was like, that was my moment. And when she gave me permission to be however I was, that's when I started really living my life. That's the best. Yeah. Heidi. Oh, saved she your saved life. my life. I tell her that all the time. Wow. Shout out to Heidi. Oh, I love her. I would do anything for this woman. You check her box. I would check her box, except that I love her husband, Mark. Hey, also, all right. Well, but I, it was her and it was Marisol. Marisol also huge impact on my life with that as well because they're very much Marisol, Heidi, Trish Ward and Gina. Those are my, I mean, if you can have one of those four types of people in, in your life, then you should consider yourself incredibly lucky. But if you don't, that's because of you, not because of them. Oh, <laughs> because you're not ready. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Maybe you're not ready. To have that breakthrough. To have that honesty, to have that, yeah. that you know, yeah. I love Marisol because Marisol's like, she doesn't take any of my shit. Yeah. You know, she takes none of my shit. I'll tell you that right now. It is the best. Like, you know, people go, are you ever worried? Did you get a big head? I'm like, no. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> like, oh, you're like my dad, but in a nice but way. But in the best way possible, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. like very much like, like that is so amazing and excited yeah. for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then I'll jokingly brag about something yeah, and they're like, like, okay, no, okay. Yeah. You know? yeah, 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 um, yeah. Well, that's, that's a great ending. Like that's a great yeah. lesson. Yeah. But you still didn't say the self-help book you like the most. There isn't one I've right now I'm reading, um, Trish gave it to me and it's called something like how to be a monk or becoming a monk. Okay. And my friend said, uh, you're way too loud to be a monk, <laughs> but it was really funny. It, it's a great book. Okay. Um, I would highly recommend it. I love Benet Brown. 
Brene Brown. Brene Brown. Yeah. Yeah. She's incredible. Yeah. Um, she has a whole YouTube, just, just YouTube Brene Brown. If you need vulnerability. Okay. And it's a Ted talk. Okay. Because I was like, I want, you know, not all of us have a Maury Soul or a Trish or all these people you're naming that we don't know who they are. Right. But we got to have other outlets. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Amy Poehler's Yes, Please. Yeah. And I listen to her experiences and get an understanding of of stuff. I listen to um, anything where people overcome stuff. I listen to that and figure out how. But I would go first book. I would do this Becoming a Monk. Okay. It's very interesting. Okay. Well, Very interesting. Th- well, thank you. I want to know. You. This was so this fun. Been, this has been long enough for you. It's been over an hour and a half. An hour and a half? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I don't want you to tick it either, though. No, I feel like the podcast lasted longer than my drive. That's great. That's so all I think we that's wanted. Fair. Yep. Okay. Yep. Do you have anything you want to plug to them? Uh, follow me on social media. Talk to them. Follow me on social media. Okay. S. Fredrickson on Instagram and TikTok. It might be S. Fredrickson one. You'll find me. Um, watch me on People versus Food on YouTube, and I'm ready to announce. It's still new. Okay. Follow me on social media for more information. I'm starting my own YouTube channel. Oh called Let's Do This with Sharon Fredrickson, where I will go around and do basically reviews on restaurants, reviews on experiences, things like that. And it's like, I'll roll up my sleeve and let's do this. Are you going to get the Ricker to do one? Oh, absolutely not. Could you review my current life? Oh yeah, right? (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm going to set myself back five years. Let's do this. (laughs) I'll put her Venmo below mine too. All the the links will be below. I'm Nikki Bond on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you. Thank you so much, my friend. I I love you so much. I did not know you were so fucked up from your dad because you have so much confidence. So this was great. I know. Okay, thank you. Bye. Sharon is an absolute delight and so great to be around because she's like positive, confident, but then will rip you to shreds and call you out on your shit, which I love. I love being made fun of. But I had no idea that that was going on in the background of her life. Like, I just always thought, oh, you must have a good family because you're so confident. But no, who knew? And then once again, begs the question, is it better to have a dad that's in your life that causes you a little bit of pain, makes you choose a life based on his happiness or one that comes and goes? However, the Ricker and having an absentee dad does seem kind of the same because she gets the Ricker, who's this, you know, fun loving guy. And then she gets, ugh, dad, who is uh, the devil. No, I'm just joking. Big bully will take you down. It's kind of the same as like having a dad that, yeah, is around. Oh, great, he's here. And then he leaves. And that's just, oh, now I'm, I have an absent void in my life. But I really, once again, look up to her. I love having these guests on. I learned so much. Now, I'm not going to go on and on about this. I have more to say, but this was a long episode because I didn't make it a two-parter because she wanted me to make it a two-parter, because she wanted to feel special. No, I'm just joking. I'm not doing that after knowing what her dad does to her. I'm not going to pull that shit. But I'm making it a long one, or I made it a long one, because some people said that they don't like the two-parters because they want to hear the rest. And you know what, Chris Marmion? Here you go. Here's your long one. Did you stick it out? 
let me know. Let me know what you guys like. Two-parters or a full one where you can pause it yourself because I guess that's how, uh, you know, the internet works. You have control over what you play. Make sure to follow Sharon on YouTube and Instagram. I'll put all the links below. She's so funny. She'll brighten up your day. Highly recommend watching her. Follow me on Instagram, Nikki Vaughn, Wodad Podcast, and we'll be back. <laughs>